Okay, here we go on the Golf Preview Podcast and RJ Bell's Dream Preview for American Express Week as 10 of the top 20 players in the world are set to peg it in the desert. I'm your host, Will Doctor, and we have a lot to do today as the PGA Tour begins the California Swing. It'll begin this week with the Pro-Am in La Quinta, California. All players in the field will play one round at the Nicholas Tournament Course, one round at La Quinta Country Club, and one round at PGA West before the 54-hole cut in which then all players will play the final round at PGA West. Then the California swing will continue next week at Torrey Pines for the farmer's insurance as Luke List will try to defend. Then the tour will travel to the lesser of the two California pro-ams, which is the Pebble Beach pro-am. Maybe I'm speaking too soon, but as of right now, it looks like this week's pro-am at La Quinta will have a much stronger field than the Pebble Beach Pro-Am, which is sad because you want Pebble to have uh, the stronger field being you know, the iconic venue and really sports history that it is. But because of where it is on the schedule and because of the Saudi International being you know, the same week, Pebble has lost many of its past champions that will not return, uh, at least as far as this year is concerned. Dustin Johnson, Phil Mickelson, just to name a few, but I digress. You know, before the end of the West Coast Swing Riviera uh, at you know the Genesis Invitational, which is the event that Tiger hosts, uh, it'll be the Waste Management Phoenix Open uh, after Pebble Beach right there, Super Bowl weekend in Scottsdale, which is just going to be absolutely madness. If you aren't in Scottsdale that week, you know, be prepared to miss the sports weekend of the century because that's going to be an absolute party, especially you know, because TPC Scottsdale just built a DraftKings Sportsbook on site. You know, that's a win-win for all of us. Uh, and then finally, the the West Coast Swing will conclude at Riviera for the Genesis, which uh, Tiger hosts. So uh, that's how the West Coast Swing will play out. We begin this week in La Quinta, uh, and we can't start today without a little review of how the Aloha Swing wrapped up at Wiley. And listen... What an emotional roller coaster last week was for our card. Uh, we had Jordan Speed to win and to top 10, and those two tickets couldn't have looked any better after round one. Speed fired in opening round 64. He had the lead and he was engaged uh, in great conversations with the media Thursday evening, talking about how you know he feels good about getting rid of that weird pre shot routine that we were, you know, very critical of last year and how his swing feels you know, more consistent than it ever has. And and then, you know, Friday the 13th comes around, which essentially bent Spieth over. He shoots a second round 75. Uh, and what was a catastrophe for Jordan, it was a catastrophe for the event. And it was a catastrophe for you and I sitting here with a winning and top 10 ticket on him. Now, so he went on to miss the cut. That was over. Now, as far as the rest of my card is concerned, there was really... You know, nothing to boast about for the Sony Open. We barely broke even for the second week in a row. And that's only because we swept the matchups, which was three bets. Uh, Brian Harmon over Tom Hoagie, who was coming off the hectic travel week. We hit that. Tom Kim over Sung JM hit. And then Adam Svensson over Mackenzie Hughes hit. The matchups were, for the most part, the only positive of the week. And really the only reason I didn't get absolutely destroyed. Because when you take a look uh, at my winning tickets... Uh, and and most of my top 10 and top 20 tickets, it was a disaster. Connors finished a shot outside the top 10. Bazudenhout missed the cut. 
None of my three winners won the event. Corey Connors, Adam Scott, or Jordan Spieth. You know, Cole Hammer was a great long shot top 20. He had a very respect respectable week, but shot two over on Sunday uh, to remove himself from the top 20 conversation. And I told you that the matchups uh, were the lifesaver. And when it came to posting a 0.1 profit on the week, that is, you know, largely thanks to Matthew Gregory Kucher, who shot 64-66 on the weekend uh, and cashed our top 10 uh, plus 450 Kucher ticket. So that was, you know, the mon monumental ticket of the week right there. So in case you missed uh, the Sony Picks review, it's posted on my Twitter at DRMedia59. And by the way, what a performance from Siwoo Kim. Uh, who shot a pair of 64s over the weekend to beat Hayden Buckley by one. That was largely thanks to an absolutely electric 28-foot chip-in from Siwoo on the 17th on Sunday. I wouldn't call it a total choke like we saw from Morikawa last week, but Buckley uh, was missing more three-footers on Sunday than Brett Maher missed field goals on Monday night. And that's ultimately what cost... Uh, the Mizu grad a shot at his first PGA Tour win. As for Siwoo, that was his fourth PGA Tour title. Uh, he moves to eighth on the FedEx Cup standings. And Siwoo said, you know, 2023 is a year where he essentially feels he has no ceiling uh, compared to the feeling of when he became the youngest player to win the players in 2017 at 21 years old. You know, he said at that point in time, he felt he didn't even belong with the best players in the world. And now, Two wins later, Siwoo Kim becomes a, a major talking point when you're talking about someone who could take the next step in their career this year. It's going to take a lot more consistency from Siwoo for me to even think about putting him in my major championships futures conversation. But wow, you can now color Siwoo Kim as you know not only a premier winner on the PGA Tour, but now as one of South Korea's best golfers of all time, joining uh, KJ Choi in that conversation with fellow countrymen Sung J.M. and Tom Kim on the way. We move along to this week's American Express where Siwoo won back in 2021. I have eight picks for you this week as uh, this year's Desert Classic hosts the most elite field it's seen in years. Rom, Scheffler, Cantlay, Finau, Zalatoris, Burns, and Xander – uh, are all teeing it up this week on the trio of golf courses that is featured at the Amex. And quick note, uh, just in case anyone's under uh, not aware, you got to pass on Xander this week. He's been hurt with a back injury uh, over, you know, at least as far as we know, since the century. It could have been bothering him towards the end of last year, but him and his team uh, made a decision that they were going to give the West Coast swing a go. Uh, we'll see how that goes, but. At 20 to 1, especially, you have to lay off Xander this week. And once again, this is a pro am with a 54 hole cut. They'll go around all three courses once PGA West, Nicholas, and La Quinta before those who make the cut play the final round of PGA West. So let's get right to it. I'll begin with the top four favorites on the odds board before I give you the picks to place and the matchups for the week. Then we'll go over two winners, a dark horse in my lineup uh, for this week's American Express, and we'll conclude the episode with a scoring prediction and my best bet for the week. Okay, we start the favorites off for the Amex with John Rahm at plus 675 on circuit. That's where you'll see his best winning odds. 
And this is a timely return to a place for Rom 1 in 2018. And it's timely because over the last two months, uh, John Rom has been the best player in golf with three wins and two top five finishes over his last five starts. Most recently, two weeks ago at the Century, where he fired a, a 63 in the final round to steal the show from Colin Morikawa at Kapalua. So with all of the you know, uproar in the world of golf regarding how the official world golf rankings are calculated. Most would tell you that John Rahm is the current number one player in the world. And the key to his success over his last 25 starts has been the putting. And Rahm has shown over his career that when he putts well, he ultimately separates himself from the rest of the world. And it's no secret. The West Coast is a part of the country where Rom has thrived over his career. It's where he won his U.S. Open. It's where he won three of his APGA Tour titles. This is a part of the country where you know he can really turn it on. Rom did not play last week at the Sony after his win, so he was able to recharge the batteries. And the ultimate question is if Rom is worth the expensive price this week. He is surely not on most of the matchups you'll see him featured in. You shouldn't take Rom at minus 160 odds against Cantlay, who has a very respectable track record at the American Express. And you shouldn't take Rom at minus 120 odds or higher against Scheffler, who's played very well at PGA West over a two-year sample size. And with Rom's top 10 and top 20 odds coming in at minus 105 and higher, you know, the only Rom ticket I would consider having on your card is is the winning number at plus six seventy-five. It won't be on my card, but if you're a Rom stand that has to have some action on the Spaniard, the winning ticket should be the only one that you consider this week. So we'll move along to Scotty Scheffler at eleven to one on William Hill, DraftKings, or Bet Online. Now, as I just alluded to, world number two Scheffler has a respectable resume over two starts at the MX. He finished third in 2020 uh, and 25th last year. And as of late, there is a lot to like about Scheffler's game, uh, particularly the way he finally got his putting in order at Kapalua en route to a seventh place finish. That was a huge positive for Scheffler because the putting is what has kept him out of the winner's circle over his last 25 starts. He would have won the tour championship with a better putting week. Had Scheffler rolled it decent at the Houston Open, he would have we would have won at Memorial Park. He did not put, put well in the opening round of the Hero World Challenge, where he would go on to finish second. So this has been a a reoccurring issue for Scheffler, but at the same time, it gives him the confidence to believe that when he you know, it gives him the confidence to believe that he's a great putting week away uh, from winning his fifth tour event. So since there's been inconsistencies with Scheffler's putting as of late, we need to look back at how Scheffler's rolled the rock in three appearances at the the American Express. And it turns out he's gained strokes on the field in all three of his starts here. Even in 2021, when he missed the cut after a fluky bad week with the irons, uh, you know, he, he still putted well. And with where he's at right now with his ball striking, you have to think that if he could take some of that confidence from these past three starts in the desert, he should have a good week. Now, there's nothing in the matchups that I'm eyeing on with Scheffler, but I'm going to go ahead and lock in a Scotty Scheffler top 10 ticket at plus 130 on Bet365. And this is due to the fact that, you know, rolled it well at Kapalua, and Scheffler has shown 
historically, he puts it very well out West. And this is a time of the schedule that he loves. Remember heading into this stretch last year, Scheffler had not won a PGA tour event yet. And now he has four of them. So think about that. We move along to Patrick Cantlay at 11 to one on William Hill, DraftKings, Circa or bet online. Now, this is the favorite that I've had circled this week because I feel there's some great prices on Cantlay throughout the board. And we're getting those prices because he finished 16th at Kapalua, which is not great for a small field. But he only played bad because he had a rare off week with the Irons. I trust that since he had seven days of rest uh, and to recoup, his approach shots will be back in check. And I'm confident in that because since 2017, he's never been ranked worse than 38th in stroke scan approach on the PGA Tour. Every time you watch this guy, it looks like his swing was built in a factory. Cantlay can be, you know, so consistent uh, that it gets a little boring to watch. You know, for a guy like Barney at the bar, you see Cantlay on the screen hitting fairways and greens. You know, you might want to take your Sunday nap watching that. But you know, we that that's that's exactly what we saw at the BMW Championship in August, where he was just an autopilot en route to defending his title. But when talking about Canlay this week, he you know returns to a trio of golf courses where he's dominated his entire career because according to PGA Tour Communications, since Patrick Canlay joined the PGA Tour in 2013, he leads all players in scoring average and birdies per round at the American Express. And over the last three years, he's put himself in the mix on Sunday here. Ninth last year when... We hit a Cantlay top 10 ticket at plus 110, second in 2021 where he finished a shot behind Siwoo Kim, and ninth in 2020. So I'm going to go ahead and give you my first winner now. That's going to be Patrick Cantlay at 11-1 to at Circa. I took Cantlay here last year and ended up he ended up finishing five shots back of uh, Hudson Swafford. So uh, he would go on to win twice last year if you want to count, count the zero two ball before he won the BMW championship in the playoffs. Uh, but we have some revenge to do as far as Patrick Cantlay is concerned at the, at the American express. So uh, my first winning ticket, we'll review it again once we get to the winners, but it's going to be Patrick Cantlay at 11 to one over on circa. We move on to uh, the final favorite that I'll discuss, which is going to be Tony Finau at 16 to one on bet online. And I'm actually surprised that Tony Finau has been contention here over the years, just due to the fact that prior to this year, his putting was not his strength. And this is an event that usually turns into a birdie fest putting contest. Uh, but that has not stopped Tony in the desert as he's recorded two top 15s in his last three starts here, including fourth place in 2021. Finau said in his, Tuesday presser that he had a great week of prep with Boyd Summerhays, his swing coach, and he feels like his game is in a very strong place. He said his goals for 2023 is to simply eat better and take care uh, of his body off the course. So you love to hear Finau talk about how he can further improve even after winning three times in 2022 because he ultimately knows that the next thing to add to his resume at 33 years old and the next set of questions that are going to be, you know, uh, thrown at him by the media is when his major title is going to come. This is Finau's sixth career start at the Amex. And like I said, he's had 
bunch of good finishes here. So uh, the matchup that I, that I will start with, I'll get us started in the matchup section. The matchup that I'm going to start with is going to be Tony Finau over Cam Young on Pinnacle Sportsbook. And listen, when you dive into how bad Cam Young putts on the West Coast, this ticket is an absolute no-brainer. I've rounded up Young's putting numbers from his experience at Torrey Pines in the desert and at the Phoenix Open. It's about a seven tournament sample size, and he's lost strokes on the greens in six of those seven tournaments. I understand that Cam Young was just three shots off the lead heading into the final round of last year's Amex before firing uh, a closing round 77. But there's no question about the lack of results that that Cam Young has produced on the West Coast. So we'll fade him with Finau, who has been nothing short of electric over his last 25 starts, you know, dating back to the first of his three wins in 2022 at the 3M Open in the Twin Cities. So my first matchup of the week is going to be Tony Finau over Cam Young at minus 127 on Pinnacle Sportsbook. Uh, that will be my only matchup until we get to the best bet. So we move along to the picks to place. I already gave you Scotty Scheffler top 10 at plus 130 on bet online. So we move along to my second of three picks to place for this week. That's going to be Aaron Wise top 10. I found it at plus 500 on my local book. I also saw it at plus 450 on FanDuel or bet online. So get it where you can. And all you have to do is take a look at Aaron Wise's last 25 starts to understand that he has drastically improved his performance on the greens. It wasn't just in the fall when he recorded uh, three top 20 finishes in six starts. No, 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 no. Wise's putting started to turn around at the Wyndham Championship in August. And in eight PGA Tour starts since, he's picked up shots with his putter in seven of those eight events. So I understand that Aaron Wise has missed two cuts in a row at the American Express due to bad putting, but we have an eight tournament sample size that tells us Aaron Wise has found something with the broomstick putter. You pair that with his ability to hit fairway after fairway and his ability to hit pure iron shots. And Aaron Wise should be one of the players that if he can putt well, He's going to win more than once on the PGA Tour this year. He finished second at Jack's place last year and would have won had Billy Horschel not ran away with it. And, you know, it's crazy to think that Aaron Wise has not won uh, a PGA Tour event since the 2018 Byron Nelson. I'm not saying it happens this week, but I see a very, very strong performance coming for Aaron Wise this week at the American Express. So my second pick to place will be world number 35, Aaron Wise, to top 10 at plus 500 on my local book. Once again, you can also find it at plus 450 on FanDuel or Bet Online. Uh, we move along to my final pick to place for the week. That's going to be Cam Davis, top 20 at plus 260 on FanDuel. And this was a tough one for me because the big hitting Aussie Cam Davis has been pretty inconsistent over his last eight starts. Remember, Davis had a five-tournament stretch between the Deer and the FedEx St. Jude last year where he did not finish outside 20th. But since then, it's been an up-and-down story. He did record a 13th-place finish at the CJ Cup in the fall, and he finished 7th at the Aussie PGA Championship towards the uh, end of December. But with the exception 
of those two events, it wasn't a stellar fall for Davis. He's 72nd on the FedEx Cup standings heading into this week, and it was mostly due to bad iron play or bad putting, depending on the week. The thing is, Cam Davis finished third at the American Express last year, and he's never finished worse than 29th in three career starts in the desert. I'm going to ignore the recent results and trust that Cam Davis can make a ton of birdies this week. He was 34th. Uh, on the PGA Tour last year in birding average and 22nd uh, in birdie average the year before. This is a guy who loves these venues where uh, the scores are super low. So my final pick to place will be Cam Davis at top 20 at plus 260 on FanDuel. All right, everyone, a quick break from the golf to tell you about what we have going on over at pregame.com. Number one, you can use my coupon code EXPRESS20. That's EXPRESS20. For 20% off uh, any picks that you buy on pregame.com. And remember, that's Express 20. Uh, it's 20% off for all listeners of this golf podcast only, and it's good for seven days. So go use my coupon code Express 20 for any picks that you buy on pregame.com. And number two, have you signed up for pregame.com yet? If you haven't, now is the time to do so. Pregame.com will give you a free $25 site purchase just for signing up. Signing up takes 90 seconds, and you could take advantage of being a site member by making and tracking your own picks. You can post your own picks and analysis in our pregame.com forums. Draw following and become a valued member. Sign up today and receive $25 site credit to purchase premium picks from one of pregame's very own professional handicappers. Get your free best bet today on pregame.com. All right, back to the golf. Uh, we move along into my picks to win for this week. We're going to start with Patrick Cantlay at 11 to 1 on Bet Online. You know, he's the best player at the desert uh, classic dating back to 2013. I told you a lot about him in the favorites. Uh, since 2013, leads all players in scoring average and birdies per round at the American Express. So the first pick to win is going to be Patrick Cantlay at 11 to 1 on Bet Online. The second one is going to be Will Zalatoris at 20 to 1 on Bet Online, Bet365, William Hill, or DraftKings Sportsbook. And I told you two weeks ago in the Kapalua preview that we would wait and see how world number seven Will Zalatoris would come back off the back injury before we wagered on him in 2023. And let me tell you, Zal looked phenomenal at the Tournament of Champions. I thought his 11th place finish was a wonderful return after rehabbing two herniated discs in his back, an injury that has plagued golfers since the beginning of time. Uh, Zal took the time off to learn more about his body and and to make the right adjustments in his swing to take some of the stress off his back. Sal and his team obviously did a first-class job getting him ready for the season opener, and there was zero hesitation or setbacks for the 21 PGA Tour Rookie of the Year at Kapalua. And I think this week with the windy conditions and the slower greens, we could see Zal take home his second PGA Tour title in the desert. Historically, Zal has played very consistent on the West Coast. Just look back at last season when he finished 11th in Napa, 6th here at the American Express, and then 2nd at the Farmers Insurance at Torrey Pines. So this is an area of the country where not only Zal Torres was born, but has also had a ton of success besides, of course, a win. 
And before Zal won his first event a few months a few months ago at the St. Jude, there were a lot of talking heads questioning whether Zal could break through in the winner's circle. And now there's a lot of crit- critics wondering if he's going to make a full recovery from the back injury and have a career filled with PGA Tour wins and major championships as we expect him to. I say he does, and it starts with a win here this week at the Desert Classic. So my second pick to win is going to be Will Zalatoris 20-1 to 1 on either Bet365, Bet Online, William Hill, or DraftKings Sportsbook. Uh, so that'll do it for the picks to win. Uh, now for the Dark Horse for the week, and that's going to be Thomas Dietrich, top 10 at plus 750. That was on my local book. You can also find it at 10 to 1 on DraftKings Sportsbook. And what a fall Thomas Dietrich had in his first stretch of events as a full-time PGA Tour member. Dietrich earned status on the PGA Tour through his performance at last year's Corn Ferry Tour playoffs, where he finished fourth at the Boise Open, and he wasted no time getting started on his Rookie of the Year campaign in the fall with four top 15 finishes, and he currently sits 17th on the FedEx Cup standings. We got a glimpse of this version of Dietrich towards the end of last season, where he placed 15th at Corrales and 10th at the Scottish Open. That doesn't even illustrate what he accomplished across the pond last year on the DP World Tour, where he played great at the BMW PGA Championship. I believe he finished seventh, and then he recorded another top 25 finish at the Ned Bank Golf Challenge. And this is a player that the tour has been waiting on since he won the 2016 Big Ten Championship while at Illinois. He's a player that plans on juggling the dual obligations of being a PGA Tour and DP World Tour member. So he comes into this week uh, fresh off representing the Continental Europeans at the Hero Cup, an event that was formed to give the Europeans a little more Ryder Cup prep. And I would not be surprised at all to see Thomas Dietrich earn his way on the 2023 European Ryder Cup team that will host at Marco Simeone in September. So uh, my dark horse for this week is going to be Thomas Dietrich top 10. Like I said, I got it at plus 750 on my local book, but you could also find it at 10 to 1 on DraftKings Sportsbook. Okay, let's wrap this thing up with a scoring prediction, lineup, and best bet. We'll start off here with the scoring prediction. So 20 under or better has won this event every year since 2015. Now, the weather in La Quinta this time of the year is usually perfect, but after this barrage of crazy weather that has hit the West Coast, the forecast in the desert doesn't look as perfect as you may imagine. I mean... I wouldn't personally complain about highs of 65s and lows of 42s, which is forecasted through the week, but I would complain about 20 plus mile per hour wins in the forecast. So I'm going to say 21 under is going to win this week. Uh, I think the wins will bring it down a notch. I'd say if there was no wind, you could see this, you know, you could see, you could see 30 under win this event, but With some gusts in the forecast, I think it'll hold the scoring just a bit relative to desert golf standards. So I'll say 21 under is going to win this week. We move into my lineup for the American Express. I'm going to start with Aaron Wise and Cam Davis, two guys that I have picks to place on this week. 
Thomas Dietry will be third on my on my lineup. I have him to top ten, and I'm tempted, you know, to throw a winning ticket on Dietry with how well he's playing. Number four on my lineup is going to be world number fifty six Dean Burmester, who had a great winter on the DP World Tour, finished fifth at the South African Open and seventh at the Alfred Dunhill. And Burm- Burmester, you know, he had a solid fall in the PGA Tour as well. Uh, the 35-year-old recorded two top five finishes at the Corn Ferry Tour playoffs to secure his PGA Tour card for the year. And then he finished fourth at the Sanderson Farm. So watch out for him this week. This guy's a ton of experience and a lot of recent success on not only the PGA Tour, but the Corn Ferry Tour and the DP World Tour. So this guy's Mr. Worldwide. Uh, number five um, is going to be Jason Day. Jason Day. Uh, he's making his second career start at the Desert Classic this week. You know, he's dropped all the way back to 115th in the world, but a lot of positives to take away from Jason Day from the PGA Tour fall season. He recorded four straight top 25 finishes between the Shriners and the Houston Open. So we're going to give Jason Day a shot in the fifth uh, slot position. And finally, for the caboose, is going to be Steven Yager. Uh, who will make his return to the PGA Tour this week after earning his card back through the Corn Ferry Tour last season. He finished the year with three consecutive top five finishes on the Corn Ferry Tour, and this will be his third career start at the Amex. So uh, the lineup will follow as this Aaron Wise, Cam Davis, Thomas Dietrich, Dean Burmester, Jason Day, and Steven Yager. Uh, the best bet for this week, this is one of my favorite tickets of the year thus far. It's going to be Emiliano Grillo over Brendan Steele at minus 115 on Bet Online, And for our short time together thus far in 2023, this, this is the ticket of the year through three events of the PGA Tour season. The fact is, I'm surprised Brendan Steele is even teeing it up this week. And the reason is, Steele has been battling a back injury that it has interfered with his performance since I watched him withdraw from the Houston open. And I mean, I was following his group in person. He was playing with my buddy Cole hammer at the Houston open. And I believe they were on the 15th or 16th hole on Friday. And, you know, Brendan Steele couldn't even walk anymore. You know, it, it could even be an injury that has nagged Steele well before Houston because in his last 10 starts, he's only finished better than 30th once. Now, contrary to Steele, Emiliano Grillo has had more than a handful of chances to win dating back to July when he first reappeared in contention at the John Deere Classic. He finished second that week in Silvis before he recorded another runner-up finish two weeks later at the 3M Open. Um, out in the Twin Cities, and he had a short little off season. Then he picked it up right where he left off in the fall, uh, where he had two top five finishes and in Jackson and at the Zozo Championship. Now, historically, Steele has had more success at the Desert Classic than Grio. Steele finished twenty first in two thousand twenty one, and Grio has never sniffed being in contention in three starts at the Amex. However. Rio has had plenty of success on the West Coast. He won his first PGA Tour event in Napa back in 2016, and he's had some success at the Farmers Insurance Open. So I believe that if Emiliano Grillo can make enough putts, an aspect of his game that has been historically his kryptonite, 
Rio should at the very least finish in the top 20. And the bottom line is I know for a fact that 39 year old Brendan Steele is fighting through a back injury and I don't see him playing the weekend in the desert. So my best bet for the week is going to be Emiliano Grillo over Brendan Steele at minus 115 on Bet Online. And that will do it for the American Express preview here on RJ Bell's Dream Preview. I'm Will Doctor. You can find me on Twitter at drmedia59. That's at drmedia59. Feel free to tweet me or DM me with any questions or thoughts that you'd like answered on next week's episode for the Farmers Insurance Preview. A lot to look forward to for the West Coast Swing, and we'll talk next week on the Dream Preview.